Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's The Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your Tuesday. Don't mind me, Gordon, I'm, I'm just wiping, just wiping down. Have a, a, a Clorox wipe right now that I believe will get you $5.25 on the open market. So you... You can imagine how important it is to me to wipe down and be uh, and be smart about this whole thing. How are you, sir? I am doing well. How are you, Jake? Other than the fact that it sounds as though you are doing uh, a lot of uh, house cleaning there. I'm wiping. I'm wiping. Yes, that's happening. So, now, uh, yeah. Okay, so tell me this. Okay. How long... Uh, I understand that the virus is something that's on the forefront of everyone's minds and whatnot. But do we know how long certain supplies are going to be in short uh, supply? I mean, I, I, are the, for instance, uh, the paper goods, the, uh, the 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 wipes that you were talking about. How long before the stores are stocked up again and everybody's not making a run on all this stuff? Uh, well, Gordon, I I don't know the answer to that. I'm, but let me read into something here. Is is there a, a TP crisis at the at the Chateau de Monson? Is, are things are things getting real over there? No, I haven't. I haven't noticed. <laughs> no, no, I haven't noticed that yet. Uh, but let's think about that for a second. I mean, if that were to happen. That would be most inconvenient. So here are my thoughts in the matter. Cause and this is how we started the show yesterday, so it must be on our minds. Well, here's what I'm thinking, Gordon. Listen, it's, it's why it's important that everybody take precautions, because it's important that this not completely grind things to a stop. And right now we have things like supply chain, where that uh, those products which have been manufactured get where they need to go. But on the other end, it's important for people not to panic and, you know, buy up three years worth of toilet paper uh, if they find some because, you know, we we have backsides around this fine valley that uh, need tender loving care. So, you know, so, it's so, important to be smart about all of this. So if you go and you buy more than your fair share, you're really being selfish. Right. And we, you're, you're, not, you're not being community minded. So all you out there, go and get one or two packages, but don't get 10. Right. Because think about think about the next guy. Think about the neighbor. You know, <laughs> you got to be you got to be kind 
to your neighbor. So don't overdo it. That's the idea. All right. Yeah. yeah that's a little public service announcement. Well, no, it's on everybody's mind, and we're all doing our best to uh, to be smart about this whole thing, and uh, that includes. Um, you know, looking out for your neighbor in various ways that you can, as we talked about yesterday, you know, it's kind of hard with this sort of thing because you can't necessarily, you don't want too much contact with your neighbor per se, but we've got to look for diff, uh, different things. Uh, for example, uh, my wife and I, this just hit us today. I can't believe it hit us today, but we've got a box of diapers because our, our daughter recently potty trained. It's just sitting in the back of the closet. So that's uh, that's going out today to where it can do some better use. But those, uh, you know, Gordon, those types of things and not buying Costco out of paper goods when you don't need it. You know, those sorts of things where you, you get enough for you and to give your you and your family comfort and then, uh, you know, look out for your neighbor by not, you know, selling it back to them for thirty dollars a roll. Or buying too much. I mean, come on, let's uh, let's be community minded. Let's uh, get through this together, even though we're kind of separate. But, uh, you know, I've been I've been reading from a lot of people who have been saying that they stocked up with food and with goodies and stuff. And uh, they've eaten about a week's worth in about two days. Now, that I, I, I figure it can go two ways during this uh, during this time of, of crisis a little bit. Uh, you can either you'll either end up not eating as much as you typically do or you're going to overdo it. And, uh, you know, those three boxes of donuts will be gone. So what I'm what I'm reading from that, Austin, and, and tell me if if you think this is right, is that the cheese supply took a hit. That's <laughs> a cheese shortage. Yeah. last night. The, the cheese supply got dented pretty good last night. La fromage did you, did is you nearly over, out. Did you overdo it, Gordon? Well, there was some cheese that was uh, partaken, yes, uh, but not in overabundance. No, I don't think so. I, has there been a run on cheese? I, mean, I, I don't know. There's been a run on on pretty much everything. You know, real quick, Gordon. Actually, we're we're joking around, but that is an important one with the the food one and people overdoing it, hoarding food, that sort of thing. There is plenty of food for everyone to get us through this, but the supply chain there again is very sensitive. So we need to, that, especially food. Let's let's not yeah. overdo it. What, what we're doing in my family is we're going to, you know, uh, maybe get some food where appropriate, but we're going to try and cook through the freezer. You know, we've got stuff that's that's been in the back of the freezer for a long time, those sorts of things. But the, there's plenty of food for everybody. But that that one is especially sensitive. Do not, you know, do not buy years worth of food. Yes, I, I concur. And I got to admit to you guys that there was a bit of a freezer door uh, crisis last night. You that, couldn't uh, shut it, could you? Couldn't get it shut. Only this time I figured out that it was the peas. It was the peas. It well, was the frozen peas. So accepted. So I got those out of the way and got the darn thing shut. Last time it was a tracking issue. No, I see. <laughs> this time it was the peas. Thank goodness was. Lisa was home this time no, to help no, it hurt. I, I, no, I figured it out myself. Oh, we're, uh, well, hey, we're proud of you. I, I moved way the to peas. go. I got the frozen. You got it's the freezer shut. We're so, <laughs> so proud. Um, oh, man, I'll tell you, we're all just discovering sort of uh, new adventures through this whole thing, and we hope as many people as possible can stay healthy. And it sounds as though our state is responding to the call for caution. Uh, I, I hope that's the way it is. Uh, and and that is the way I'm. I'm convinced. I don't know. I'm no doctor. I'm no researcher. 
I don't know how these things work exactly, but it sounds to me like if we limit that social contact the way we've been advised to, that is the best way to get this thing uh, contained. That's the best way to make a difference, certainly yeah. uh, in in immediate terms. All right, so we will talk about the latest with the coronavirus in sports coming up here momentarily, but we certainly will not dwell on that throughout the show. At 3.30, Josh Parcell is going to jump on with us, our, our good friend. He does radio out there in Charlotte. He also is on Sirius and XM Radio on their uh, college football channel. And uh, we always find a little college football to talk with Josh. But uh, they happen to be the center of big news with the old Carolina Panthers in Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, etc. today. So we're going to talk to Josh about that at 3.30. Plus, I'm I'm actually curious how Charlotte, which is actually a very similar market to Salt Lake in size, and Austin and I were talking about this in a, in a variety of different ways. It's actually very similar to Salt Lake and how they're handling uh, this current crisis out there in the Queen City. Uh, Bowler's going to be on the show at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And Gordon, I have a brand new segment that I want to do at 5.30 that I think we need to do throughout this uh, this pandemic. Okay, I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. I think you're going to like it. I, I think you're right. you're going to like it, and it will be interesting. Well, sometimes he'll like it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it evolves. Okay, let me let me just put it that way. But I think I, I think you're going to like it, and we can actually even let Bowler participate a little bit today as well. So I'll I'll explain that to you. But we're going to have a new segment at five thirty that I think we should do now until we decide that that it it's run its uh, course, so to speak. And is it fair to tell Gordon maybe he'd want to be nicer to me? Yeah, that that's probably fair, but also in a weird way, you kind of probably ought to be nice to him. Oh, is so, this is so this chicken and an egg? There's, is that a, there's a little bit of that. So there's a little bit of that. He started it. Yeah, some of that going Wait, on. Maybe maybe everyone can be nice, but then that wouldn't be nearly as much yeah, fun. Be boring, would it? No, right? Probably, you know, we don't want that. What are we, Boy we Scouts? We wouldn't want uh, too many niceties on the show. But the overall theme of the segment should be really fun. Like, I, it will, it's it's designed to be a very positive Fine. segment. <laughs> I'm just saying that we might there might be some conflict amongst the three of us. But I think overall the listeners the listeners will really enjoy it. So that's that's coming up at 5:30. Although I don't have a name for it yet, Gordon. So maybe we we brainstorm during the break. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. How, how's your overall well being? You doing good? Yeah, hanging in there, uh, just like everybody else is. And uh, like I said, we wish everybody well. You know, the, the the happenings of today have really got me thinking, and we'll get into this, because like you said, there are sports items to talk about today. The whole idea with what's going on with Tom Brady uh, leaving the Patriots, uh, I, I, I find that sort of story really interesting because it comes down to the – the, the the veteran who has given the franchise so much and in his case has won championships, how should they be treated at the in near the end of the line? You know, I, I, I find that should should practicality rule or should loyalty rule or should something else rule? I, I, I just find this separation quite uh, fascinating. Okay. Well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to talk some sports. Uh, in fact, let's get into the split story of the day because the NBA world, once again, is at the, the forefront of all of this. Austin, hit it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
All right, Gordon. Uh, and we're kind of adjusting a little bit on the fly thanks to some breaking news over the last hour, and we'll get to some Tom Brady discussion. We'll, we'll talk to Josh Parcell about that, and uh, we'll get to that a little later on in the show because that's the biggest sports story certainly of the day. But uh, we are an NBA market and, of course, have been at the forefront of this uh, sports coronavirus story, Gordon. And today, about an hour ago, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that four Nets have tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, here's his other other reporting on the subject uh, uh, pretty much over the last half hour. He says, organization says it's notifying everyone who has had known contact with the players, including recent opponents. All Nets players and traveling party have been told to remain isolated. Uh, sources uh, this is another report. Brooklyn tested the team upon returning from San Francisco, and results came back today. Nets paid out of pocket to a private company to conduct tests. One player awoke with some aches today. Rest have experienced no symptoms. Yeah, and that seems to be the case with uh, with a lot of people. Uh, some have symptoms and some don't. And when I saw this story, I thought it's 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 kind of there is a, a measure of inevitability to this stuff. You know, there are going to be just like the general public. There's going to be certain athletes that that contract this thing, and uh, I I don't know. I, I don't. The only thing that can be done about it is for people to to stay home and stay away from other folks. But I think that this contraction was probably done before those uh, measures were put into place, wouldn't you suspect? Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it sounds like. I, I think we're going to get so much more information over the next couple of days, Gordon, as testing becomes more and more available to more and more people. We're going to get uh, more statistics about death rates and infection rates, and we're going to have so much more at our, uh, at our hands. But what's going on right now in the NBA and with the Utah Jazz and now certainly the Nets and, and also the Pistons, right, is it... It is a look at, into a community and how this reacts amongst the community, right? Or at least I'm looking at it that way in a, a little bit. The fact that only two of the Jazz traveling party uh, tested positive says something to me. And we'll talk to Bowler more coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. And I am not a doctor, so I'm just explaining how I process some of the news that, that we get. But, Gordon, you and I also both know that amongst the an NBA team community, you're in close quarters. We've We've you know, joked about it, and I'm not trying to make light of it now, certainly, but we've joked about it in previous years with Bowler about how, you know, if you're traveling with the team, you're in close quarters and flu goes back and forth all the time and colds go back and forth and they're very careful about those sorts of things because you're so close and you're so together. And uh, I I wonder if testing these NBA teams is actually going to, to provide some pretty useful information and feedback on the behavior of this uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 in a in a unique, close community. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense. And I imagine, I don't know, I think most people can, uh, can picture this in their minds that these teams, they are together all the time. These players do a lot of things together. It doesn't mean everything social is together, but they spend an awful lot of time in close contact uh, practicing and, and studying film and just talking to each other. This really is not all that surprising to me. Uh, I I can imagine that this is probably true in a lot of subsets of society. You know, people who work closely together, I mean, they are physically close. And so it's going to spread. Yeah. So I wonder if if that'll be useful information 
you know, in the right hands of the people who are, are studying this thing and, and putting us as a society, uh, you, you know, in, in the right spot. And I do go back to something. It was a much different conversation last week uh, on, on Wednesday, Gordon, but I, I go back to something I said then, and that's I hope, um, you know, that uh, the people who are elected uh, to make decisions and process information and lead our community on a, a variety of different levels are, are really um, equipped to do so. And, um, you know, and you look at some of the ways that our community is reacting. I mean, from Mitt Romney, which we talked a little bit about yesterday, to, you know, Spencer Cox, who's been on this station and is spearheading the state government efforts towards this. I mean, you know, you hope that those folks are armed with the proper information to give the greatest advice to their constituents. And I feel like. You know, I feel like that's going pretty well around here. I don't know if you disagree. I mean, I know in places like New York, the alarm is sounding much louder. Well, it's just it makes sense. Uh, You talk about what can be learned from this happening to NBA teams. Well, what what can be learned is a is sort of an an underscoring of the idea to keep distance. Uh, I mean, that's that's I think would be. Uh, already well known, uh, but uh, just reiterated here. Uh, but it does bring up an, an interesting point to this. I mean, if if folks are are now sort of staying home and staying in the same roof, and you have families that are staying together, and if any of those folks have been out and about. Uh, you can isolate all you want, but if if that door is open so that folks are bringing that into the home uh, like a team, uh, would that be a bit of an issue? That's why it's so important to have gotten the word out ASAP for everybody in the family to comply with these instructions. Because if you have seven people in your family and they were going in different directions and then they come home, well, that's probably seven. You're seven times more likely to have it come into your home. So that's 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 what I get out of that. I mean, it's not exactly complicated, I don't think. Well, and just to let folks know that we here at the Zone uh, take this thing very seriously, and I'm not trying to to to. I'm just trying to say we're doing it too, and and to be an example, I'm not saying we're doing it right or doing it wrong, but I'm I'm proud of the way we're doing it. You know, Gordon, you're um, in the the age range uh, where you're a little bit more on the vulnerable side, so we're, we've equipped you at home to to broadcast at home. I'm in a separate room than Austin. Austin and I talked before the show here at the at the studio, and we kept our distance. That's the rule. There there is nobody here at the arena, Gordon. I think we you know basic uh, security staff and us are. Are pretty much the only people that are here um you, you know we're armed with wipes and disinfectant and uh, you know we're we're doing our best to be as careful as we can because i do think that there is a, a service in in what we do and, and being on the air and talking to our listeners who are, are really really important to us and casting light on a lot of our uh, all of our great clients who who are still trying to you know do what they can during these trying times so i you know i think it's all very very important and we're taking it very very seriously and i just hope you know, most folks out there are doing the same. It, it seems like it's that direction. You look at the Brooklyn Nets, and we'll see what happens in the New York area in the next few days, and and see what happens in the San Francisco area in the next few days, and up in uh, in the state of Washington, because they're the most badly affected uh, by it right now, Gordon. And they'll be an example, um, you know, for our communities on on uh, you know how best to to not let it go any further. Now, I agree with everything you just said, Jake, and we can't say it too much. I mean. 
And there are some people who still are not necessarily taking it as seriously as they should. For instance, I have a friend who was going out with other friends uh, last night. And I'm thinking to myself, is that really a good idea? I don't think that's that's a good idea. Let's just temper this for a couple of weeks and see what positive effect it has on the community as a whole. It's worth doing. I really think it is key to everything you said is right on the money. And, and, and this group that I was talking about, they were younger people. They were people in their 20s. And it... <laughs> If folks of that age don't think they're as susceptible to it, uh, well, I mean, you are susceptible to uh, to spreading it. So everybody listen to this directive. I think it's so important, regardless of what age you are, because I was reading somewhere, like over in South Korea, I think a bunch of people who were between the ages of 20 and 29 were uh, contracting this uh, virus. And what happens when they contract it, whether you have symptoms or not, uh, it's easy to pass those things on. So it really, it tests the community as a whole. Every age group, every gender, every profession, every walk of life to join together by staying apart. And it really is what has to happen in order for this thing to be beaten. All right, so we're going to talk some NFL football. Uh, coming up next with our friend Josh Parcell, I'm sure we'll mix in a little college football uh, because that's what we like to talk to Josh about most often. Uh, we'll get to Bowler at the top of the 5 o'clock hour as well, so make sure and stay tuned for that. But joining us now, he, of course, is our very good friend. He is Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. First and foremost, Andrew, we hope you and your family are well. How are things going? We're doing good. Yeah, I appreciate it, Jake. And, uh, you know, so far everybody's safe, and I know we're, we're all separated, but it's it's good to kind of be with you today. Absolutely. And and let's talk about uh, our good listeners and their love lives, of course, through this all. You know, ED persists, and we want to help that. It does. You know, and, and this is a very tough time for everybody. I don't think there's anybody not affected by what's going on economically or your health. And if if there's any silver lining, and I know maybe there isn't, but for some people, they're looking for you know any kind of hope. If there's any silver lining, it's that maybe we can reconnect with our loved ones. Uh, maybe the intimacy um, with our partners or our wives. Maybe this is a good time to press the reset button. And believe it or not, we are seeing a lot of guys do that. Um, we treat erectile dysfunction with a, a new technology called acoustic wave therapy. Uh, it's helped thousands of guys essentially get off of the pill. They've discontinued taking the medication. Natural function is back in the bedroom. Um, we've taken a lot of precautions at the clinic, by the way, to disinfect, no travel by any staff. They're all wearing masks. And we are continuing to treat people and see great results and maybe during this, this tough time, guys can improve that and, you know, improve their relationships, and that could be a plus out of all this. All right, here's the number to call, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. And as usual, uh, you're, Andrew, you're going to take the risk out of it for our listeners. We are. Call us now, guys. Um, you can come into the clinic. We're open six days a week. We're going to do the initial assessment with the doctor. We're giving you a special gift that's going to boost things in the bedroom pretty much instantly to get through this time. That's totally free. If you're sick of the ED, or if you're sick of the ED, sick of the pills, 
Give us a call now, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. Thanks, Andrew. 801-901-8000. That's Andrew Reinhardt with Wasatch Medical Clinic. 801-901-8000. Breaking news from Sham Sharania of The Athletic. Kevin Durant has tested positive for the corona, uh, coronavirus. He has a comment from Durant, says he's feeling fine. Quote, everyone be careful. Take care of yourself in quarantine. We're going to get through this, unquote. Breaking news, Kevin Durant of the Nets one of those that tested positive for the coronavirus. Joining us next, Josh Parcell, our good friend, uh, straight ahead, right here on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Tom Brady, he says he's leaving the Patriots. Is Brady a Jerry Rice where he's undisputed, or is it more of the running back? There is no definitive GOAT. I think he's the GOAT. I think the difference is with Jerry Rice, Jerry Rice is like secretariat. He is 31 lengths to whoever the second best wide receiver is. I think Brady's the GOAT, but I don't think he has the separation from the field that Jerry Rice does. Well, then he's not the undisputed GOAT then. <laughs> he is in my mind. I think these other people are not if you just acknowledge that others can make a case. No. No, not that they that can't. Way. I don't think they Either can. you are, you aren't. They, they will, but they can't. It's Brady. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back? You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Doing feel-good songs today, and I'm with Austin. This might be the ultimate feel-good song. How can you not feel good listening to this song? Yeah, I Not much enthusiasm. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Jeez. No, Jeez. no, no, no. We're over here feeling good, jamming out. Gordon's like, oh, you know. Oh, no, no. That's all right. How can you not feel good listening to Walking on Sunshine? Oh, it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. From here on out, anytime Gordon's excited about a bumper song, I'm just going to absolutely poo-poo it. King Tyler Huntley. A feel-good song, Gordon, on a Total Request Tuesday. Shout-out to our guy, Ute Shasta Trailer, who did Austin a solid today, helping out with his uh, overwashed hands. Uh, and uh, here's what the, the theme he signed off on. The happiest song you know or song that fixes your blues. And I got to admit, Walking on Sunshine does that for me. And I, I'll tell you this. You know what Sadie's favorite song is right now, Gordon? This song what? right here. Walking right on here? Sun- Every time we're in the car, she requests it. She says, Walking on Sunshine, Dad. And I say, no problem, because I love that song. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's good. It's, it's all right. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't hear the breaking news as we were going to break, Sham Sharani of The Athletic reporting that Kevin Durant has tested positive for the coronavirus. We knew earlier in the hour that four uh, Brooklyn Nets had tested positive, and apparently Kevin Durant is one of those, Gordon. So that is the latest. Do you know what his involvement has been with the team this year? I mean, uh, what uh, has he been in close proximity with the other players? I don't know. I, I don't know, Gordon. It I mean, seems like we I've, seen him at, earlier, I've seen we him at talking, games, but I don't know how close, right? 
Yeah, I mean, we were talking earlier about the the, the closed community, the, 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 how tight-knit teams are during a season and whatnot. But here you have a case. I'm sure Kevin Durant's been been talking to his, his teammates, even though he hasn't been on the court. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this thing spreads that way. I mean, if you're just talk, having a conversation with somebody, you can uh, you can spread it. So it's yeah, it's yeah. He's a big name guy, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, word will get out and everybody will listen to what you've been talking about through this first hour, Jake. Yep. Stay away from each other. All right. Well, let's uh, let's talk a little sports, shall we? Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. You can hear him on Sirius XM satellite radio. He's also on WFNZ in Charlotte, North Carolina. He's our good friend Josh Parcell. Josh, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, hope you're well, my man. How are things? Not too bad, guys. Not too bad, as well as they can be right now. Uh, thankfully for us uh, here in Carolina, there is plenty of sports to keep our mind off of what else is going on right now. Today has been uh, crazy, as I'm sure you guys can imagine. All right. Well, take us take us through it, Josh. Take us through your day, the news as it's broken, and where we are now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been wild, man. It's kind of hard to recap. It's all been a blur. It's starting around 11 a.m., Ian Rappaport breaks the news. The Panthers are allowing Cam Newton to seek a trade. Then about 10 minutes later, Diana Rossini of ESPN breaks the news. The Panthers are talking to Teddy Bridgewater about a contract. And then about an hour later, Cam Newton posts on Instagram that he's not actually requesting a trade and that uh, the Panthers are manipulating the narrative, to use Cam Newton's words. And soon after that, Teddy Bridgewater is a Carolina Panther. It's just amazing how quickly this all moved. Uh, a lot of those incidents this morning are all linked together for one reason or another. But this is something, guys, that here in Carolina, I personally have been expecting for quite some time. Uh, conversations that I've had behind the scenes with people in Carolina expected this to happen. Uh, the obvious caveat with this whole will they or won't they trade Cam Newton saga was, is he healthy? And that complicated this immensely over the last few months. Ultimately, the Panthers decided that they had a chance to, to move on with Teddy Bridgewater and, and take a guy who's familiar with the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, here. They like that. and They decided Bridgewater was their guy. So if he's their guy, they've got to move on from Cam Newton. I think they handled it clumsily, but uh, they've handled it nonetheless. And it, an era is over in Carolina. What was a, a great era at that? Once Cam comes out in public like that and says that the club is uh, manipulating the narrative, as you say, uh, you might as well say demand a trade while you're talking because that that isn't going to work. And they were going to. It sounds like they were going to move him no matter what with the addition of Bridgewater. What do you think, Josh, about a guy like him who has ability, has talent, has shown at times that talent, but? Can he benefit from a new start somewhere else, a fresh start? You mean Cam? Yeah. Yeah. I think he can. The bigger question for me with with him is just can he stay healthy? I mean, he's a tremendous player when he is healthy, but he hasn't played a full season in three years. He's been through multiple shoulder surgeries. Now this Liz Frank injury, uh, broken ribs, multiple concussions. Uh, an ankle injury back in 2014, a car accident. I mean, the, the, the guy has just been through a lot. And, you know, you think about it, a lot of people will look at his age and they'll say, well, he's, he's in his early 30s. He should have 
another five, seven, eight, nine years of, of football left if he wants it. When you're buying a car, you typically don't look at the, if you're smart, you don't look at the year on the car, but you look at the mileage. And for Cam, it's not about his age. It's about how has his body held up over the last nine years? How many hits has he taken? He's taken more hits than any other quarterback in the NFL since 2011, and that's with missing 16 games almost over the, the, the last few years. So, I mean, you're just talking about a guy who has taken up a ton of punishment on his body because of the style that he plays. It's what made him great was that physically bruising style. No other quarterback could do that. But you're, you're basically talking about uh, a guy – taking running back style punishment at quarterback. We all know how long running backs last in this league. I think that that's the question for me with Cam. I don't know that a change of scenery is, is going to be what's going to help him. I'm a little nervous if I was any team about trusting him beyond the next really year or two at the most to be healthy and play at a high level. What's the uh, fan base reaction to all of this? <laughs> uh, man, it is livid uh, how do I mean I don't know how else to put it I mean this is the most popular player who's ever worn a panther uniform there's a few guys who are beloved in Carolina Steve Smith someone everyone knows about what he accomplished obviously familiar with your listeners out there in Utah as well very popular guy who also uh, was shown the door in a pretty clumsy manner uh, with the old regime with Dave Gettleman the old GM a few years ago uh, but Steve Smith you know Thomas Davis Luke Keekley who left a month ago retiring so there's been a few popular guys. Nobody moves the needle like Cam. And, you know, no matter when the Panthers moved on from him, there would be a blowback, as there is in any city. I mean, you guys just went through it a couple years ago when the Jazz saw Gordon Hayward walk away. And it's just it's painful when you lose a star player in the prime of his life. I don't know if you call this the prime of Cam's career at this point, but, but still a younger guy. You watch him walk away. That's, that's frustrating, and it's very difficult. Uh, sometimes fans can not, they're not able to see the forest through the trees and they think that, that, that the franchise is done. I think the Panthers can still be very good in the near future. It's going to take a little bit of time, but this is an era that uh, Panthers fans really enjoyed. He won an MVP. He got them to a Super Bowl. He was the most popular player in the NFL for a brief stretch of time, and fans have a hard time parting ways with that, understandably so. Have they been frustrated by those injuries of which you were speaking? Sometimes fans turn on players, you know, and they, they, they look forward to a brighter future. You know, if anything, I think the fans were more frustrated with how it was handled. I mean, they've struggled to give him a great offensive line. He's never had a great uh, – he's never had the same left tackle back-to-back seasons in eight years as the starting quarterback. I mean, that, that shows you just how inept this – two different front offices have been – at protecting Cam Newton. So I think a lot of fans blame the front office and the coaching staff. I mean, think about this last year, guys. He plays in the preseason. I went on the air the day they played New England in the third week of the preseason and said, please do not play Cam Newton. He is already recovering from a shoulder injury. You have nothing to gain by giving him two series in the preseason. It does nothing. The risk far outweighs the reward. And yet Ron Rivera put him on the field. He was sacked on the first possession of that game. And then on the second possession, they put him back out on the field. And that's when he injures his foot. I think fans have actually directed a lot of that frustration at the other people in the building. Uh, I mean, some of them are gone. Ron Rivera is in Washington now. But they haven't really held it against Cam. If anything, I think there's this irrational optimism from people in Carolina that Cam's going to somehow rejuvenate himself and become the guy that he was five years ago. I, I just don't think that's likely. And clearly neither does Matt Rule or David Tepper, the owner. 
given your familiarity with Ron Rivera, how do you think that's going to go in D.C.? It's a good question. I mean, listen, Ron is the best, most proven coach that they've had in a long time. I mean, I guess you could go back to Joe Gibbs. Gibbs was kind of an outside-the-box hire at the time, but Ron Rivera is an adult in the room. Uh, if he is given the leeway to have control over the football decisions in Washington and, and Dan Snyder is able to stay out of it, I think that it can work pretty well. They've got the foundation for a good defense. They've got a quarterback whom I like. There, there's questions over whether or not everyone in that organization is all in on Dwayne Askins, but Ron is a good coach who understands how to build a winning culture, and he did that in Carolina. He's incredibly well-respected. Not the best game manager coach. He's kind of half in, half out on analytics. I mean, we saw how the Ravens and and Eagles and Colts have done such a good job at embracing that. Ron kind of uses them when they're convenient. I don't love that approach. And that kind of ran its course in Carolina. But, I mean, if you just look at the guys the Redskins have had over the last 12 to 15 years running, the, running that organization, Dan Snyder has overrun all of them. Uh, I, I'm nervous for Ron that it's going to end the same way as it did for a guy like Mike Shanahan or Joe Gibbs. But Ron certainly knows what he's doing, and hopefully he can change Hopefully for Redskins at least, he can change the culture that, uh, that's existed for the last decade or more. Josh, breaking news, Tom Brady is selling his $34 million mansion. Oh, and he's also announcing that he's leaving the Patriots. Your reaction <laughs> to that? It's, it's weird. Uh, it's, it's certainly strange to, to think about Tom Brady wearing another uniform. But if you just look at the, the trajectory of the last couple of years in New England, it shouldn't be all that shocking. I mean, two years ago... He wanted a contract extension coming off an MVP season. He didn't get it. Coming off a Super Bowl championship last year, wanted a contract extension. He didn't get it. And the Patriots, are they're hardliners. They're going to draw lines in the sand, and if they don't think that that you're worth the money that you're asking for, they're not going to pay it to you. I mean, I remember going back all the way to 2002 when Lawyer Malloy, I mean, a Pro Bowl safety, moved on to Buffalo, and fans were up in arms. I mean, Ty Law... Richard Seymour is a long list of guys the Patriots have moved away from probably earlier than any fan would have liked, but just about every time, with the exception of Seymour, who was pretty good for a stretch, but just about every time they've moved on from guys, it's been the right decision. The Patriots know what they're doing. I'm fascinated to see where they go at quarterback next. I mean, do do they go – do they try and trade for Cam Newton? Do they sign Cam? Do they go get – like try to reclaim Jameis Winston? Do they tank for Trevor Lawrence? I mean, according to Diana Rossini, the Patriots have a plan. I just would love to know what that plan is because you're moving on from the greatest quarterback of all time. You better have a pretty good backup plan in place when he leaves. Josh, thank you so much for jumping on with us. As always, may uh, your toilet paper be abundant. Yeah, I'm working on it, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Josh Parcell, our friend from WFNZ in Charlotte, also Sirius XM Radio on their college football station. And, yeah, I mean, uh, parting ways with a, a an, you know franchise icon like that, Gordon, can be a, a tricky situation. But they've got a new coach, new offensive coordinator. I don't blame them for wanting to kind of pick their groceries, so to speak. Yeah, I, that's why I asked Josh a question. I wonder – who does get the blame? And obviously, we don't know how it's going to work out. So it could work out well, and then everyone's happy, right? But when when you have a star player who gets roughed up, for lack of a better way of putting it, uh, and decides that uh, he's uncomfortable where he is, 
then that's that's going to divide your fan base. And I imagine uh, it's hotly debated uh, out in Carolina as we speak. Yeah, no doubt about it. And where does Cam go from here? And do, do the Panthers actually get anything back for him? Uh, he does not have any guaranteed money left on his contract. So I guess, you know, technically the Panthers could just say, uh, see you later. But I'm sure they want to get some sort of compensation uh, if possible. Uh, I want to remind you about Homey. If you're buying or selling a home, Homey will give you up to $5,000 back to help you with closing costs. Uh, remember, it's simple to get started with Homey. See more at Homey.com. More big shows straight ahead. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Cam Pomeroy joins us right now. We took a national vote and everyone has agreed. You are the only one that is qualified to dub a national champ. Who is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, reluctantly, I would say, you know, Kansas was clearly the best team by just about everybody's metrics. Certainly my system has them clearly as the best team. And I don't think you can find a system that doesn't have Kansas as number one. They would be it. But, you know, that just seems so unsatisfying because I, I did run the numbers on their chances of actually winning the tournament, and obviously they had the biggest chances, but it was only 20%. So you're missing here wow. these three weeks. That crazy stuff was going to happen, and this was such a wide-open year. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go child! You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Sometimes I can't remember... If these ashes came from flames And if we relight these embers Will they just burn out again? We can try, we should try This one goes out to Gary on a total request Tuesday Little guy, Sebastian? Maybe Gee? Who knows? Uh, of course, Total Request Tuesday brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artists inside at LiveNation.com. Jake Scott, Gordon Monson with you. Gordo, we're going to get uh, into the Tom Brady situation coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, didn't have a chance with Josh Parcell coming on to uh, totally react to the news, get your reaction to the news that Kevin Durant is uh, amongst um, the four Brooklyn Nets that tested positive for the coronavirus as we see the impact on the NBA continue. And uh, Kevin Durant now, you know, I think we, we talked a lot about Rudy Gobert and him not getting the being the face of this. And I think we're seeing more and more that, that Rudy is just going to be one amongst many. Yeah. And the fact that it's Kevin Durant or whether it's Rudy Gobert or Donovan, it doesn't matter. Uh, this virus is no respecter of, uh, of uh, a famous or prominent player. It can happen to any human being. And that one of the things that's really f- sort of interesting about this virus and also somewhat confusing is that it can hit a Kevin Durant and then it can hit somebody else and they can have total a, a different experience, one from the other. Uh, some of these guys are getting sick and not feeling well and others – like Donovan Mitchell, uh, at least as of yesterday, wasn't feeling any symptoms at all. So it's it's really puzzling from that standpoint. But 
this thing doesn't care who you are or what you are or anything. It, uh, it is uh, happy to, to jump aboard, and that's why everybody has to treat it seriously. And I don't think, you know, uh, notable people contracting this uh, are more important than anybody else out there. But one thing with some of these celebrities coming down with it, didn't I see um, the guy who played Stringer Bell on The Wire, uh, Austin uh, Ibris? Isn't that his first name? Ibris Idris Elba. Elba. Idris Elba. He, he, uh, Tom Hanks, of course, but, you know, into the world of basketball. You know, if there is a a good thing about higher profile people getting is that it does hit home for more people, you know. And maybe it kind of says, oh, okay, this thing's a little bit more real. We can't, I mean, I can't stress it enough. We've already said it 10 times during the show. Take it seriously. Uh, do the social distancing. Don't go out. Hunker down, you know. I mean, it, it, and it doesn't matter who you are. Everybody has to sort of come together by staying apart and uh, follow, follow the advice that uh, we're getting from people who know. All right, coming up right around the corner, Gordo, we will get into what's going on with Tom Brady. Bless you, NFL, for giving us sports stories for sports radio. Sincerely, sports radio hosts everywhere. Although we will try and uh, have some fun, even though stories aren't uh, funneling in. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little NFL football coming up right around the corner. Get Gordon's thoughts on what's going on with Tom Brady, his possible, probable destination, whether if you were a, a manager. We had you pretend to be Jerry Jones yesterday, Gordon. Who should we have? you pretend to be today in the world of the NFL you want to be the the who's the the Davis kid with the weird haircut you want to be him today <laughs> oh Mark Davis yeah you want to or or maybe Bruce Arians there with the Bucks well uh we'll get into it uh coming up right around the corner uh joining us now our good friend from Wasatch Medical Clinic he's the one and only Andrew Reinhardt with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and Andrew you know our listeners are out there maybe they're in close quarters with uh the their their families and uh, maybe want to uh well I guess let me put it this way their issues with ED are still very much there yeah, they are, and, and and maybe they're even magnified in a time like this. Um, you know, it's a tough time for everybody, but ED is a real thing, and this is a great time. I think it's a great time to press the reset button on your relationship, get your ED taken care of. Wasatch Medical has this treatment that is helping a ton of people. Last time I was on the show, Jake, we read through those clinical studies, and it was interesting for me to reread them how solid the science is when it comes to the acoustic wave therapy, and particularly the technology that we use, opens up the blood vessels, regrows everything, so that you get back to normal and natural function in the bedroom. Guys no longer need the pill. Think about what a relief that is to so many, not having to take the the pill, not having to pre-plan. I've seen extreme examples of guys that haven't had any function in 10 years that have had success with these treatments. And you're going to take all the risk out of it for our listeners because uh, they can, if they think they've got a little issue or a big issue, they can come in and get things figured out with a doctor. They can call us now and we do a lot for free. The initial exam, blood flow, ultrasound. And I will mention that we're well equipped, uh, you know, for what's going out there in the world. Our, our employees are on a no travel ban. Uh, we're, we're disinfecting the clinic multiple times per day, wearing masks. We think it's a safe place for people to come and get treated in an important time. Uh, the blood flow ultrasound, that whole assessment that I mentioned with the doctor, is totally free. Come in, see if you're a good candidate, and put a stop to that ED. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. 801-901-8000. Thanks, Andrew. 
That's Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We'll have more Big Show coming up straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. They've got huge auctions in Meridian. Right on the edge of Boise, they do some really big auctions. Not the storage auctions, but, oh. but sightseeing Oh, auctions. yeah, yeah. Because honestly, you go to one of those storage unit places up in Idaho, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you don't want that. All right, this meth lab goes for $100. I don't understand all these bottles of iodine. Wow. You're going deep. I had a girlfriend that was arrested and put in prison for a long time. Um, so. Wait a minute. No, you Wait know that. <laughs> I know know it. Uh, My first kiss went to prison for 30-some-odd years for... It's true. ...a very large meth lab. That's kind of a rough first kiss. This kiss, this kiss, unstoppable. This kiss, this kiss. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.